Music is central to our well-being. If you're listening here, chances are you feel the same. The Classical Post podcast uncovers the creativity that exists behind great music. We believe music is interconnected with other art forms and life experiences. It doesn't exist in a vacuum, but is often influenced by other sources. No matter who you are, cultivating your creativity is fundamental to being better in business and living a more holistic life. Discover more on this podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Eifert. Thanks for joining me today, and I hope you find something valuable in this episode. I'm always curious how many frequent flyer miles composers rack up in a year. That's because to hear a new work performed live, they need to travel to where the concerts are happening. And oftentimes, that's major cultural hubs like New York City, London, Berlin, or Tokyo. But an inventive project from harpist Emily Levine is bringing composers much closer to their home turf. Groundworks, which Levine founded in 2022, is commissioning 52 composers, one from each of the 50 states plus Washington, D.C. and Puerto Rico, to write new works for the harp. But what makes Groundworks unique is that each piece receives its premiere in the composer's hometown, showcasing the artistry of the composers in the cities that first inspired and supported them. For the third Groundworks commission, Levine tapped Puerto Rico-born composer Angelica Negron, currently the composer in residence with the Dallas Symphony, where Levine is also the principal harp. Negron's new work for violin, cello, harp, and electronics, Ave del Paraiso, takes its inspiration from the Bird of Paradise and even includes field recordings of birds native to Puerto Rico. For Negron, the Groundworks project represents the first time she's received a premiere in her hometown of San Juan. In addition to having family and friends be among the first to hear a work of hers performed, Negron also saw the premiere earlier this year as a unique opportunity to dissolve the borders often placed between musicians and the audience. In this episode, I talk more with Levine and Negron about how the San Juan premiere came together and what's next for Groundworks in the coming months. Plus, Levine shares her fascinating strategy for engaging audiences with new music by putting the focus not on the music, but on the people involved in the creative process. Hi, I'm Emily Levine. I'm the principal harpist with the Dallas Symphony and also the founder of Groundworks. Hi, I'm Angelica Negron. I'm a Puerto Rican-born composer, performer, and educator. Emily, why don't you talk about Groundworks? What is this at large, and then how is it related to Angelica's work uh, with this world premiere? Um, so Groundworks is commissioning American composers, one from each of the 50 states, one from D.C. and one from Puerto Rico, for harp-centric commissions and those commissions premiere in the hometown of the composer. Um, and the idea for this came, I grew up in Colorado. And so I go back once a year, once every few years for concerts. And whenever I'm there, uh, people from my childhood or old family friends come to these concerts and they're so excited to catch up with me, to experience this music together. Um, and they're very happy that I'm back. Um, and this idea of returning to your hometown, I mean, I love Colorado, so I'm always happy to go. And I'm a big new music um, proponent because the harp in its current state is still a relatively modern instrument. It's just over 100 years old um, in its full-size glory. Um, and so we, are, we need living composers to work with us and write us new music um, because we don't have the long history of composers writing for our instrument. 
So those two loves combined, um, and especially because musicians are so transient and, you know, we'll move wherever the job is, wherever the performance is, um, it's rare that we end up in our hometowns. And so the idea is to bring composers back from wherever they are, back to these first communities that supported them um, to celebrate the composer, their music, and the community that helped foster their love of music. With uh, bringing Angelica back to Puerto Rico for world premiere through Groundworks, let's talk about the cultural impact this has, um, whether on the local community or just even at large for this project. Um, I was so excited that Angelica agreed to do this commission and was also excited about it. She was as excited as I was. And it's an amazing collaboration when your partner is fully invested. Um, so she is currently the composer in residence with the Dallas Symphony. And we first met here in Dallas. Um, but I reached out to my now friend, but at the time I just knew of her, um, a harpist named Elisa Torres, who is the harpist with the Puerto Rican Symphony. She teaches at the San Juan Conservatory and she's just a wonderful human being. Um, she makes things happen and she is warm and enthusiastic and she really brings people together. Um, so none of this would have happened without the local support of musicians in San Juan. I will say that. Um, so I reached out to Elisa and explained the project and my idea for this, um, violin, cello, and harp concert. And she essentially brought it all to fruition. So she connected me to Francisco, who runs the annual strings festival that happens at the conservatory. And the two of them created this weekend where myself, Julia Choi, um, the violinist, and Christine Lampre, the cellist, we were all guests artists of this fifth string festival at the conservatory. And we gave this concert um, with Angelica's world premiere and another piece by the French composer and harpist Henriette Renier, one of the only other pieces written for this instrument combination. Um, but we also gave master classes and were just a part of this weekend. And it was an incredible experience all the way through. Um, first to have Angelica there with um, her family was in the audience, her friends were there, and to sort of see this world, these worlds come back together. Um, it was a very, it was a very special weekend. Angelica, let's start with you. Discuss your new work, Ave del Paraiso. Why did you write this? And then, and how did you find that inspiration um, specifically for the compositional style in this work? So Ave del Paraiso is a, a new piece for violin, cello, and harp trio, along with electronics. Um, the electronics are creating this kind of... Um, of bed of an of a an ambient soundscape in which the tree is performing. Um, it is inspired by the tropical plant of the same name, uh, Bird of Paradise, with that has like brightly colored flowers um, that look like the head of a bird. And it's part of a collection of pieces that I've been writing um, for a little while now, called uh, under the title of Herbario Sonoro, which translates to Sonic Herbarium, and it it seeks to 
to musicalize the the beauty of these natural forms and and find ways to preserve them in my memory um, with with sound. The piece um, also reflects on utopian and idyllic views of 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 places that have deeply complicated histories, like Puerto Rico, um, and how sometimes with notions of of paradise and and ideal view of places that can um, that can kind of uh, foster narratives that affect the people that live there and displace them as well. Um, and it it also includes some field recordings from from birds in Puerto Rico that my brother-in-law made in and I I wanted to to write something that would feel very kind of playful, delicate, beautiful, but also that it it had some a little bit of grit to it and and some um some darkness into it to to kind of reveal this this um this layered complexities of identities that that are an inherent part of, of Puerto Rican history. Angelica, do you want to talk about uh, the cultural impact of Groundworks from your perspective as as a composer and, and how this is uh, meaningful um, to not only your work, but just even other composers? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I've, I've lived in New York for 15 years and I go back and forth um, a lot between Puerto Rico and New York. And, um, and I rarely have the opportunity to get my music performed in Puerto Rico. I... Um, I've never had a premiere there um, before Groundworks and this piece. So coming back there to um, to have my family and friends and 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 the people that share a similar sensibility, they understand. Um, I feel in, at at their core what I'm what I'm writing because they live there. Um, it's it's so special and 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 such a unique um opportunity i i i think in a lot of new music sometimes uh the pers- the importance of the personal connection um of the music and the creator and the audience gets sometimes a little lost and and it's great to to come back to that and and to have an experience be about the music, about those shared lived experiences, about um, the intersections and in, in our identities, and and to have something that that resonates beyond um, just being uh, this is a composer that right now has had these commissions and bio stuff and all of that, it, and I'm gonna be there for that. No, it's just it's my aunt. She's gonna be there to see what I'm doing, um, and and then and I'm I'm it's. I'm one of them too, so that feels very different and 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 way more meaningful um, to to have not only the experience of sharing my music with them and and hearing their thoughts about it, but also being the f- the first audience that listens to something. That's a big deal. Um, the the premiere aspect of it, I think it's 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 quite impactful, and and for that to also hopefully. Um, spark a curiosity so that they come back to other concerts. I I definitely have family members that have been like, oh, I forgot how much I love live music, and and there are so many of these concerts here that are very accessible, and that I, um, they just you know, everyone's um, in, in especially in San Juan and in Puerto Rico, everyone's in the hustle and trying to make it work and doing many things, and so it's um, it's good to have these kind of moments to to remind us of the things that 
that keep us centered and, and that bring us together. Emily, what are the plans for Groundworks in the near future? So this was the third Groundworks premiere. It started a year ago in March of 22. Um, so next season, um, it, the composer is Karim Rustam, who is Syrian-American. He now lives in Boston. Um, so he is the next composer. We're also going to record Angelica's work along with the Renier Trio and one other piece um, for eventual album release. I think in a in a larger sense and the the larger impetus behind groundworks is so often there's a little bit of hesitancy around new music. Um it depends on where you are. Like in a place like New York, I think that it's less so. People are there's just a treasure trove of new works happening and new performance spaces and creativity. Um in a place like Dallas, which has a flourishing like huge arts community and really supportive um, audience members there is sometimes a little bit of reluctance to to listen to new music Um, and it's just because there's this very old-fashioned idea that new music is hard to listen to and you know very obscure and obtuse and you can't understand it Um, and so I think when the focus becomes not on new music and a premiere but it's a focus on community and the composer who grew up in this hometown coming back and celebrating the world, this first world that made this all possible, um, it becomes much more personal and much more about the people involved and not necessarily the music. The music is so important. It's the expression of art form, and it's one of the most universally connected, I think, forms of art because you don't need words at all. Um, But putting the people first and foremost into music, I think is vitally important. Um, As an orchestra musician, you know, we sit on stage and then there's a barrier and then there's the audience. And so as much as we can break down those barriers and make it about people who love music, sharing that together, um, that's what's most important. So that's what I hope Groundworks continues to do. Thanks for listening to the Classical Post podcast. I hope you have found it meaningful and that it gave you new ideas to cultivate your creativity to be better in business and life. So let's stay in touch. Remember to follow this podcast to get notified of new episodes and sign up for our monthly newsletter for album recommendations and editorial on leading artists. Just head to classicalpost.com slash subscribe.